So hi, welcome to Good Noise Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with... Adam from Heart Attack Man. And we're some questions today about their upcoming album, Freak of Nature. So congrats on that, by the way. How do you feel about the response to the announcement so far? Uh, it feels great. Yeah, it's been uh, better than expected, I guess. I always have low expectations, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Just, you know, not to get too uh, let down, I guess. Fair it's enough. that way. So, well, if you don't have any expectations, anything is good, I guess, right? That I is, guess. that is okay. fair enough. I mean, <laughs> the album rocks and the tour is selling better than the last one did already. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Which is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's great. Hell yeah. Yeah. Album is immaculate. I am a, a Heart Attack Man fan. I've been for a while. And I just want to say, every time you guys release something, it's like, oh my God, this is my favorite thing. So oh, you guys you. keep keep out doing yourself. You're doing amazing. Hey, thanks. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Uh, so is there any meaning behind the album title or cover art? Um, I know that uh, Eric probably has some deep meaning behind it. Um, but uh, I know the album cover is based on the lyric and freak of nature about the two headed dog. So I think that's kind of like what a lot of the record is about is like the two sides of his brain and the way that he is. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's probably where that comes from mostly. All right. Makes sense. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about the writing process for this album? So Eric went out to um, LA with uh, to meet up with our friend Lil Aaron and they just, they did a couple songwriting sessions together and did some demos and stuff like that. Um, he wrote with a couple of other people, Ryan from state champs. Um, the first song was actually written with, uh, Nick Wheeler from all American rejects. And that was done over zoom during the pandemic. So that was the first song. Um, so he did that with Aaron. He did one songwriting session. Then we, he came home and we, you know, jammed the songs out. Um, and then he went back again and did some more stuff with them. So did this, did the same thing on the other time. So. All right. So like everything was kind of written with like co-writes with other people, things like that. Yeah. And that's, and that's new for us. Uh, Usually he, Eric just writes most of the of the song and then he comes to us and he's like, hey, I got like this whole song written and then we just kind of add our own stuff to it. Mm-hmm. But this time it was different because he had, you know, a lot of outside help with it. Um, you know, most of it is still a lot of it is he drives it all and then they just kind of throw their little influences in there. That's what I understand for the most part, I guess. But um, okay. Um, and then like for you guys, um, the people that aren't actively in the room doing it, does it change anything for you once the, the song was brought to the table? Like, I mean, they're definitely more, a little bit more complete, mm-hmm. uh, this time around, but we did change a lot of things from the demo versions of it. So I was trying to not listen to them too much because I wanted to add my own parts to it and not like think like oh if i do this it's gonna sound weird you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like because you hear it so many times and you're like oh this is just how the song is now but it's like well the song's not finished it's like the skeleton of the song so Mm -hmm. i guess that was a little bit different but that's kind of how a lot of of it is most of the time anyways where the song comes to us and eric has it pretty much imagined and what he wants it to be anyways so i guess it was different but it was more just it was, I guess it was already just kind of established more this time. Makes sense. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. 
so what song off this album took the longest to write and which one is your personal favorite i know you mentioned uh this time around most of the songs were already kind of formed by the time you got to them but just kind of like start to finish which one was the last one out of the studio i guess the last one that we that we recorded yeah um, uh, what was the last one that we did we were there for like three and a half weeks. It was very, uh, it was a lot. We 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 did it in in Cleveland this time, which was nice because we've done it in New Jersey the last two times, and we've you know lived out there. Mm-hmm. So it was nice to be able to go home after like doing it all day. Because yeah. and when you guys did it in Jersey, it was at barber shop, right? Yeah, out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Yeah, and there really is nothing to do out there. Yeah. I would walk like a mile to go play basketball. Uh, the last time that we were there actually was during the pandemic. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to go play basketball. And I walked like a mile t- to this park and I forgot, like they, they took down all the hoops. And I was like, no, like You're there's nothing me. to do here now. That's the only thing that I could do. Like, <laughs> um, they, they have a decent sized parking lot there. So next time, just bring your own basketball hoop. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, parking lot, the parking lot is very big yeah uh, mm-hmm. um the last song that we did though i think i think was nine on your bedside i think was the last song i think that was the last one okay. um, and my favorite song would probably be late to the origin nice all right yeah. Um, so how'd the track list the album come about? Did you guys write the opener be the opener, close be a closer? Did you shuffle around and see what fits? What was that process like? I know that the um the first song was definitely the opener, uh, and the last song was the last song, but I think everything else we kind of had to like play around with and see where they fit best. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Gotcha. Uh so would you be able to tell us where your headspace is at while you're creating this record? Um just kind of we were mostly trying to do more of like a pop record i guess that's why we had aaron helping us and just kind of wanted it to be really catchy and really just kind of a little bit more like polished but not you know too overproduced like adding little like fun sounds and stuff into it and kind of stepping away like there was um there's there was one song where like i just kind of hit a couple drums and then eric or Aaron made a beat out of it. So like trying different things like that and mm-hmm. not sticking s- just so t- like tight to being like, Oh, this is like a punk record or whatever. Like we're trying to like try a little bit of different stuff, but still make it sound like heart attack, man. Yeah. It's... Okay. I was just going to ask, what was the thought process with kind of switching genres? Because listening through the album, I was like, this is a lot less, aggressive or i guess in your face is past heart attack man albums so it's like what made you kind of say let's go for the poppier route or kind of you know more toned down route i guess except for the lead single that one is a little more in your face yeah um i don't really i don't really know if it was like a super like conscious thing but like we um we definitely every time that we make a record we want it to sound different but still sound like heart attack man so i think this one was just we were like we should you know make this a little bit more poppy thoughts and prayers was pretty aggressive, especially like the first two tracks. Yeah. And we definitely are probably going to do some stuff like that again, hopefully, maybe, I don't know, but it just, I think that this one, we kind of just were like, let's try something a little bit different and just more, just more fun. But also the lyrics are pretty 
you know, intense still at, at times. Um, but yeah, I think that we just kind of wanted to go in a little bit of a different direction and just see what it would sound like more poppy this time. So fair enough. I mean, yeah. you, you stole the words right out of my mouth. I was going to say like, it is definitely not as abrasive as some of the, the previous stuff, but it, it is still most definitely heart attack, man. Like you guys encapsulated that no matter what you're doing, which is, mm-hmm. is a good sign. You know, Thank you. Um, so how do you recommend your fans to listen to this album for the first time? Should I do it in the car with friends and dark with headphones on is workout album, party album. What do you personally recommend? Um, I personally like listening to new music in my headphones while like on a walk or working out is fun or riding your bike or something, but just, uh, that, that's how I like to listen to new stuff just in my head, in my headphones alone. But, uh, it is definitely a really good car album as well. Yeah. Uh, So this one should be super, super quick off the top of your head. I want you to describe this album for new listeners in three words. No more, no less. Poppy, Mm -hmm. dark, Mm -hmm. and different. There you go. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. Um, So in that same train of thought, is there a certain feeling or emotion you want listeners to have while going through the album? Not really. Just however they perceive it, you know? Mm-hmm. fair enough yeah <laughs> I, I don't really know how to answer that <laughs> no you're good no that that's that's the answer we normally get which is like the the songs stand for themselves and like it's not your your say as the artist to like tell people how to feel while listening to it right you know like you make the visuals and you make you know the music and you make everything else and it's kind of that's the fun part about art and music is wanting to have somebody feel the way that they feel about it i mean i don't want someone to tell me how to feel about what i'm about to listen to or watch or something so yeah absolutely kind of like you know where i'm at with it yeah okay that's fair uh, so are you able to talk about any particularly challenging or standout moments from the creation of this album positive or negative i guess just working with the producer for the first time was really positive and i liked that like aaron was in the studio the entire time with us and uh when we did the last two records brett uh he he produced and engineered it so he was you know very hands-on and that was great that was the first time that we ever worked with a producer like somebody who was not just like all right like record and just kind of like let you do your own thing he was giving actual like input and stuff which was amazing because he's a he's an excellent drummer he plays with i am the avalanche and the movie life and crime and stereo like he's an excellent drummer really cool guy so that was really cool to like have him do that and but he was also engineering everything and like setting up mics and stuff aaron was just in the studio just hanging out with us and just having ideas and like there would be times where he was just like sitting there like playing tony hawk and just like <laughs> like hold on and then he would just like have an idea like it, he wasn't like you know having all these other things that he had to do he was just in it and um steve perino who recorded he he engineered everything and um he was the engineer uh he he also had some ideas as well and i've worked with him since high school he's just a local cleveland guy he's excellent um but they, it was cool to see the two of them working together at times and also just aaron just kind of being hands off at times and then coming in really hard and like having like, Oh, I have this idea and it it's better than somebody being the entire time, just kind of being inserting their ideas always. Cause I would, you would kind of forget like 
Aaron's just kind of sitting over there. He's not really, you know, saying anything, but then he would have like a spark. And then you're like, okay, that's why he's here. Like, yeah. and it was, it was really cool having just an extra person that their sole purpose was just coming up with like fun or like really pop sensible ideas, which was really cool. Absolutely. And I would say that was probably the coolest part of it. Um, I don't really know if there was any really hard parts for me. I thought it was all pretty positive and fun. That's awesome. Yeah, you know, it came out great. So I just, I think of it all as a positive experience for sure. Hell yeah. And like when we talk about Aaron, it seemed like you guys have had, you know, previous experiences with him and like knew him ahead of time. And you said that the engineer, you've worked with him before. So like getting to work with these people that you're already comfortable with had to have changed the vibe as well. Definitely. Yeah. We've hung out with Aaron a couple of times. Whenever we're in LA, we hang out with him. We've stayed at his house before and he's just a really like fun goofy guy that we all just kind of became friends with super quick so having him there was great because he is such a successful person like he's you know he's written songs with Lizzo and Demi Lovato and like he's a huge artist and then he just wants to come live on on Eric's air mattress in his living room for three and a half weeks he didn't like it's not like he had to do it for like money or anything he like just legitimately wanted to come do this and he was like i just want to come do this so bad like so it was that that was really cool that he was just so into the project that he was like i'll sleep on an air mattress like i don't i don't care like i'll come to cleveland in december yeah and, well, no one wants to do that no. <laughs> and it's 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 cool to hear like someone that has done the things that aaron has done is still still has like that punk ethos of just like fuck it man like i'll go sleep on an air mattress for three weeks like pretty much for the art yeah he's he's awesome he's just yeah he, that's just i i was blown away the first time that i met him that he was because you know i didn't really um I, I i wasn't too familiar with him until eric told me who he was mm. and then i was like looking up his wikipedia and i was like this guy is like he's done a lot of crazy stuff mm -hmm. yeah. and then you meet him and you're like oh he's just like a midwest guy from indiana who's <laughs> just like he just knows how to make music really well and he hasn't let it get to his head at all which is great so yeah, that's awesome yeah. um so for this question i want you to picture you're on tour you're at a gas station for a rest stop what is your snack of choice just like in general or because there's like different there's like different variables to it well, what are the okay. different variables? Uh, yeah. Like if it's like if it's like during the day or like after the show or if like I just smoked weed or like mm -hmm. like you know that kind of stuff. Um, okay. Morning, I'm gonna go with like a Cliff Bar or like an RX Bar. Okay. After the show, probably like like Sour Patch Kids yeah. and some pretzels, maybe okay. some peanuts also, depending on how hungry I am. Okay. And if it's post smoking weed, the entire convenience store. Just everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, what I'll probably end up doing is like walking around and looking at everything and just getting one thing and then getting in the van and being like, oh shit, I should have got more stuff. That's usually what happens. You mooch <laughs> off of everyone else. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Right. <laughs> uh, so, on the topic of food, if the band was a dish, what dish would the band be and why? Oh shit. Mm hmm. That's really difficult. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think it, it just like based on everything or what, like based on just heart attack, man. 
you're trying to somebody's like okay i like food i like heart attack man this is this is the food heart attack man would be typically people take this quite or like the people we ask they take it as like the members like what mm. the members would wind up making mm-hmm. all together like what they would want to eat or like could like, go that route y- yeah okay but it's almost uh, some people spin it on the the head and like actually think about like the people as food which saying that out loud is weird but yeah. like you know what i mean like <laughs> and creating a dish based off the people that yeah, they've like, now um, made food like dustin oh, from august burns red said like august burns red would be paella i'm pretty sure and he said he would be vegetables in the paella and then the other guys would be the the oh my god what else is in that sausages and you know like that type of thing and it would make all together paella Okay, I would say we would probably be a peanut butter and banana sandwich. Nice. Okay. I don't really know why, but I can name off who would be what. I would love to hear that. And I'm not even, I'm not even, I don't even understand why even. I'm just, this is just the first thing that comes to my mind. Okay. Okay. Eric would be Dave's killer bread. That would have to be like the kind of bread. Um. I would be the peanut butter, mm-hmm. crunchy, crunchy, chunky, chunky yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Ty would be the banana. Okay, that's perfect. Yeah. Okay, I you love it. it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so for the last couple of questions, we're going to shift completely away from music and go straight to death row. Boom. So if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Oh, um, I would say probably. This is going to sound bad, but just like, I think that I would have just like a ton of Taco Bell, just like one of like everything off of the veggie menu. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for a drink, this is boring, but I'd probably have like a beach plum LaCroix. Those are Hell my favorite. Yeah. I love those. Maybe, maybe a couple of them, and then maybe a body armor as well, because I've been I've been obsessed with those body armor drinks. Oh my god, the the body armor! Like I've I've only had the the sugar free ones, but like yeah, they're great. It's like a peach yeah. mango. Yeah. yeah. Oh hell yeah! I they're drink so like one of those a day. Yeah. They're, they're so delicious. good. Yeah. I can't believe you're going to Taco Bell and you're not going to get a Baja Blast with it. Yeah, it's a sin. But I mean, I could get one as well. But like, if I'm thinking of like any drink that I want to have, it's not a Baja Blast. It's a a Beach Plum Lacroix because they're amazing. So that's fair. Fair enough. But I do like Baja Blast. Have you ever done a Baja Blast and a Mountain Dew together? And it's like a it's like a sludge color, and it's called the Ninja Turtle. You just do half and half. Did you no. make that up and name it yourself, or is this like an actual thing? I didn't make it up. Uh, some some old friends did. Um, and they, I think that they came up with with the with the name of it too. But I mean, it tastes good and it looks cool. So the color is great. The color is great. Okay. The <laughs> great color. Great color. Okay, I'll I'll check it out. I'll, yeah. I'll be the one to test it out. Yeah, Jane. let me know, Glory. <laughs> <laughs> so, so if you could live in one fictional world for a week. Where would you live? I probably would live at Hogwarts. And I'm not even like the biggest Harry Potter fan, but that just seems fun. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. And maybe like not during school because I hate school, like maybe during like Christmas, but like something like that would be cool. 
Yeah, okay. where you just and get to like stay I said, I'm not even like that. I I do like Harry Potter, but just like that, it just seems like a cool place to be. <laughs> Absolutely. Do you know what uh, house you are? Um, I think I did it one time, and I was Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. Hell yeah. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> all right <laughs> um so i have the honor of asking the last question every single person that we've spoken to have said that is the most important question what's your favorite color oh purple nice fuck yeah, yeah. hell yeah mm-hmm. um so as i said that's all the questions we have today is there anything that you would like to plug um no don't want to plug the record the tour no i mean yeah i <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm, I'm all good. Uh, no, so, <laughs> so the record comes out May 26th. Um, we're going to be doing two more singles before it comes out. Um, some other fun stuff as well. And then the tour starts on the 25th, a day before the record comes out and goes until July 2nd. It's a long ass um, tour. Goddamn. Yeah. And then we come home for a couple days and then we go out to the UK for couple shows and a festival so god damn right time now, to do laundry <laughs> yeah yeah barely enough time so yeah. <laughs> all right uh well thank you yeah. for sound it's been adam from heart attack man and we have been the good noise podcast <laughs>